Hands up if you've made another New Year's resolution this year. Maybe you've made yet another resolution which will have failed before February's come around. Or maybe you've vowed to never make one again because you're so sick of never actually seeing them and through. Either way, I think it's safe to say that as a new year arrives, we all make a few promises to ourselves. Whether we think of them as resolutions or not, it's definitely a time of renewal. A time to think about the things we really want to bring into our lives and to make this a better year than the last one. And whatever you call them, resolutions, goals, promises, or simply things I'd like to do this year, they can often prove to be just too hard to stick to. So today I'm going to be chatting to you about how to make New Year's resolutions or goals which might have a fighting chance of actually surviving. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. Welcome back and welcome to a brand new year. This is the first episode of 2022 and I think it's very apt because at this time of year we're all looking for a bit of a fresh start. So today we're going to be talking all about resolutions and how to make sure they actually stick. Now, I'm going to level with you. I actually stopped making New Year's resolutions for myself years ago. I was so sick of seeing them fail spectacularly. But what I do do is I set goals for myself and take a bit of time over Christmas and into the new year to think about what it is that I maybe want to experience and bring into my life in the following year. So it's kind of a resolution of sorts, but I just don't call it that. And when I do this, I tend to combine within this business, family, well-being and leisure as well, because we know that these things don't exist in silos. So in thinking about one, we have to think about the others as well. So first up today, I really want to talk to you a little bit about why our resolutions tend to fail so that we can set the scene for how you're going to start setting more effective goals for yourself, more effective resolutions for yourselves, which I'm going to give you some tips on at the very end. So first of all, why do resolutions fail? Well, there's quite a few reasons, but I'm going to give you kind of my top five. The first one is that we tend to make them a bit too broad. So we might say things to ourselves like, I'm going to exercise more this year, or I'm going to take better care of myself this year. And what we haven't really done within that is think about you know, the hows and whys. Like, how are we going to exercise more this year? Why do we want to exercise more this year? How are the mechanics of this going to work? We don't necessarily make a plan for ourselves. We just say, oh yeah, I'm just going to do this thing. And we expect ourselves to wake up on the 1st of January and just start doing it because we've said we're going to do it. So when those goals are a bit too broad, when those resolutions are too broad, we don't really give ourselves a fighting chance for actually getting started. Now, the second reason is actually the complete opposite of this. And it's because we get far, far, far too specific in terms of our resolutions. So for example, we might say to ourselves, I'm giving up chocolate because we've decided that that's something that maybe we should do. But actually, does it bet any relation to how we want to feel? Does it bear any relation to our bigger goals this year? Is it actually going to give us something that we need? And you know, more often than not, I'd say that 
giving up chocolate? Not really. You know, something that specific, it's not really going to kind of give us the things that we need. We need to kind of tie this into something a little bit bigger, which I'm going to come on to talk about in a bit. The third reason they fail is that we don't know why we've set this goal. And I've kind of mentioned this already a little bit. It feels like it's a bit of a should. So, oh God, I really should give up chocolate. I eat too much of it. Or, oh God, I really should just do some more exercise. But we don't really know why. We haven't tuned into what it is we actually want to get out of that thing. And so when we don't really know why we're doing it, it's not actually that easy to do it. So giving up chocolate for the sake of giving up chocolate, it's just really hard because most of us don't actually want to do it. We're just choosing it because we feel like we should. So that's reason number three. Reason number four, for me, this is a really, really big one. And again, I'm going to talk about this in a bit and I'm going to talk about a different way of thinking about this. But reason number four, we try and solve one specific problem in one specific way. So for example, I'm going to go on a diet so that I can lose weight. Okay, we have no flexibility around that. It is either do the diet or don't do the diet, lose the weight or don't lose the weight. We give ourselves no flexibility. We don't give ourselves any other possibilities for doing those things. We're kind of trying to solve a specific problem in a very specific way. And when we do that, we can feel very constrained by it. And when we feel constrained, we feel stressed. And when we feel stressed, we don't want to do it anymore. So I'm going to come on to talk a little bit more about that and how we solve that in a minute. And then number five, which I think is a huge one, is that we expect ourselves to change overnight. So we say to ourselves, I'm going to exercise more this year. I'm going to wake up on the 1st of January and suddenly I'm going to be a person that exercises. And it's almost like we expect we're going to change without putting in the groundwork to actually change ourselves. And change is not that easy. You know, certainly not long-term change. We might manage it for a few weeks. We might go for it at the gym. Like everybody knows, every regular gym goer knows, they hate January because you get all the newbies coming in with their brand new, shiny new gym kit, telling themselves this is the year they're going to exercise. And they just pack out the gym for a few weeks. But they, you know, the regular ones know that by February, gym's going to be a bit more empty and they'll get it back. And that's because we expect ourselves to change overnight, but we don't put any other work in to help us to do that. We just want it to be easy, don't we? So I could probably go on with why these resolutions fail over and over again. But suffice to say that most resolutions are problematic because they're not rooted in our day-to-day reality. And they're not really solving the problem that deep down we actually want them to, or helping us to create a reality that we'd like to have in our lives. So a better way to do this and to set a resolution that will stick is as follows. And I'm going to give you some hints and tips. You might want to write them down. You might want to have a little think about what you're going to do. And actually, there's one little exercise in here, which I definitely do recommend that you write down. Now is probably not the time to do it, but it's one of those things to save for later that you can like really work on yourself, have a little bit of a brainstorm with it and come up with some solutions. So number one, and I think that this is the most important thing, rather than saying to yourself, I'm going to exercise more, I'm going to give up chocolate, oh, I should probably go on a diet and lose some weight. First of all, think about how it is you want to feel. Okay, so what is the feeling that you want to achieve? So to give you an example, a lot of people will come to me and they'll say, oh, I want to lose weight. And yeah, I I will always say to them, well, that's not really a goal. You know, that in, in and of itself is not a goal. You're saying you want to lose weight, but it's just as simple as, well, you'll be seven pounds down on the scales. That's not really what you're looking for. Generally, people are looking to be more confident, to feel better about themselves. 
So that is the feeling. The feeling is actually more confidence. It's not the weight loss, it's the more confidence. So that's the thing that we need to sort of start from. That is our starting point. Another example, we might say, my goal is to work out three times a week. But for a start, that's not a particularly motivating goal, is it? But also, it's again not speaking to how we actually want to feel at the end of that process. What is the thing that we want that to bring to our lives. We, we might want to do it because we want to feel stronger, more confident, and finally find some exercise that we love so we can do it on a regular basis. So that's going to be a better goal for us than saying, oh, I'm just going to work out three times a week because it's not rooted in how we want to feel. It's not rooted in something that's going to make our lives feel better. So start from that. That's the first thing you need to know. How do I want to feel? Whether you want to feel more confident, whether you want to feel stronger, whether you finally want to find some exercise that you love because you know it's going to make you feel great, whether it's you want more freedom in your life, more time in your life, you want to spend more time with your kids because you love doing that and you don't make enough time for it. So how do you want to feel? So once you've got that nailed, you can start to reverse engineer. So let's take our weight loss goal as an example. So we start off saying, I want to lose weight. We've now had taken a step back and gone, actually, no, it's not the weight loss per se. It's actually feeling more confident. That's the thing that I want to feel. So when you know that that's what you want, it's going to start to open up the possibilities. So you can start to brainstorm these. So get out a piece of paper and literally write down all of the things that might help you to feel more confident. So it could be things like taking more care of yourself reading books about body confidence, following body confidence accounts on Instagram and unfollowing the ones that make you feel bad. It could be journaling, meditation, making some improvements to your nutrition, finding some exercise you enjoy or finding some support to get you more active. So already you can start to see that we've gone from, I'll go on a diet to lose weight to actually I want to feel more confident and here are seven or eight different things that are going to help me. The idea of a diet is just can feel really narrow, can feel very constricting, can feel very uninspiring. And that's why a lot of us do not manage to stay on diets. Whereas having all of these ideas in your kit bag is going to inspire you, is going to excite you, is going to give you flexibility as well. It's saying there is not just one route to this thing. There are lots and lots of different routes and there are lots and lots of different things that we can almost stack on top of one another to get you closer to feeling like you want to feel. So once you've got your list and you're feeling inspired, you're going to pick just one thing to work on. Do not try and do two, three, four things. That's not going to work. Choose one thing. Make it simple, make it realistic, and most of all, make it doable. So if right now, finding some exercise you enjoy feels like too big of a thing to do, then maybe you start with just creating a bit more time for yourself. Maybe you start with looking at, well, you know, how can I make sure that my life works better to allow me the time to do some exercise? So that might be the very start of what you do. And it's almost like thinking about what is the one thing that I need to do right now to then allow something else to happen and then allow something else to happen and allow something else to happen. So pick something that feels really doable, pick something that feels constructive, but also pick something that is connected to other parts of what you're going to be doing. So like I say, that could be as simple as, right, I need to start finding ways of creating more time in my schedule so that I can start to exercise. And maybe I'll also research, you know, do some research into a personal trainer that's local to me, for example. 
And I think the flip side of that is don't make it about restriction and denial. I mean, those things just make us feel miserable, right? You know, we don't want to start our new year thinking, oh my God, right, I've got to give up sugar and I've got to reduce my calories and oh, I'm going to be hungry and it's going to be really hard work and I've got to do this batch cooking and all of these things. That does not feel good. It makes you feel constricted and restricted. And, you know, it's very hard to like battle through that when you're doing something you ultimately don't actually really want to do. So instead, make it about moving towards something. Make it about choosing positive actions that are going to make you feel good. Now, nutrition could come into that, but it might be as simple as saying, well, the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to research some healthy recipes and I'm going to add two new recipes to my rota each week which I'm going to enjoy and which are going to be healthy. You know, so it could be something like that. That sounds so much better, doesn't it? Than, oh my God, I've got to trek all my calories and stick to 1500 calories a day. That sounds really hard. So that is taking you to the more positive side, putting you in that positive mindset. And then work on the first thing until you started to nail it. Don't be tempted to do three or four things and then add another three or four things and then add another three or four things because it's just going to start to feel overwhelming. Just work on one thing at a time gradually, you know, think about it as, you know, building the bricks. You start with one brick and then another and then another and then another. You don't build that house overnight. And I think that's a really important thing to think about. Do not go for that overnight success. This thing could take you all year, but consistency is going to get you there. And remember that you're much more likely to feel confident if you consistently add practices into your life, which help you to take better care of yourself, which take you towards a feeling then if you're constantly in denial and restriction and therefore in stress mode and bouncing on and off diets and bouncing on and off exercise all the time, there is nothing that is guaranteed to make us feel unconfident in ourselves than bouncing around, never quite getting to where we want to, failing on diets over and over again and feeling like we're just getting no closer to where we want to be. Whereas if you can look back and you can say, my gosh, yeah, you know, I can see that my eating is getting more healthy and I tried that exercise and I really enjoyed it. I'm going to do some more of that. And I've added five minutes meditation into my morning. And you start to add those things bit by bit and take your time. We all expect overnight success these days. We all want to think that we can do this thing in six weeks and suddenly everything's going to be amazing and we're going to feel exactly like we want to feel. But it doesn't work like that. You know, all of these things take a bit of time and all of these things are, you know, are layered. We have to layer these things one on top of the other because feeling confident in ourselves absolutely cannot just be about weight loss and often is not. Often we get there and we're still like, oh, I'm still not quite feeling like I want to feel. Why is that? But we need to pay attention to all of those other parts of ourselves and actually all of those other parts of our lives as well, because, you know, nothing happens kind of in a vacuum. You feeling confident is about so many more things within your life than just the way you look and what you weigh on the scales. So I know I've used a weight loss um, analogy there, but, you know, this could be related to anything, really. It could be related to all sorts of things in your life, whether it's, you know, health and wellness related or whether it's something else completely different. So take some time with this. I think find a quiet 15 minutes in your day where you can sit down, you can have a cuppa and you can literally just brainstorm it, write it all down. Think about all the things that you could do, all of the possibilities that are out there for you. And you're going to stand a much better chance of actually getting there. 
So what do you think? Is this a new way of thinking about goal and resolution setting for you? And how does it feel for you to think like this? I'd really love to hear what you think. And I'd love, love, love to hear what kind of resolutions you're going for in 2022. It has been amazing to be here with you as always. And I hope I'm going to be seeing you again soon. Do not forget to to describe, subscribe. (laughs) I'll get that one right. Don't forget to subscribe for future episodes. But in the meantime, goodbye for now. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at AlexChickFit for plenty more inspiration.